G'day, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Trader Cop Crypto Podcast. This is another episode of The Trader's Journey. And we're going to talk today about FOMO, the fear of missing out. Because, look, it, it happens to all of us. Look, it doesn't happen so much to me anymore. I've been trading for a long time, investing for a long time. And you kind of get fairly comfortable with making a plan and sticking to it. With that being said, definitely can say that uh, more so when you see a, a massive move and you think, ah, oh, I wish that was me. <laughs> uh, you know, there are times when we can be affected by the fear of missing out. Now, I'm going to flip it a little bit. I'm going to talk about the fear of missing out, what most people think that is, i.e., you know, you want to be involved in the market. Perhaps you, you don't have, you know, you, you might be sitting in stable coins, for example, and you're thinking, oh, it's just starting to move. What should I do? What should I do? And this is why you should always have a plan for your stables. And when you're going to be doing things, you need to have a plan for it. A plan for if it gets to this point, I'm happy to go again. If it does not, what you're going to do and how you're going to do it. That's the first thing. The second part of FOMO is the fear of missing out. Well, what is it that you're missing out on? So a lot of people are missing out on the market, missing out on the moves. But what about the fear of missing out of learning opportunities? And it's not something that people really think about. Generally, FOMO comes from the desire to make money or be involved in something during a period where things are happening. But we don't think of the fear of missing out on learning because at the end of the day, sure, you can get lucky and do really well and make some money. But it's about holding that money, keeping that money and continuing to grow that money. And that's the difficult thing. Now, if there were some lessons out there that you weren't getting because you weren't asking yourself the right questions or acting in the right way, then you're effectively just prolonging your period of learning. Uh, we're always learning, but there are certainly some valuable lessons along the way that we need to get out of that way. When we think about FOMO, again, we're talking about when the market takes off. So how do we, how do we overcome that? How do we not react but plan things out? And this is as much to do with trading as it is to do with investing. First things first, like I said, have a plan. There is absolutely no issue in the world. Let's say you've got $10,000 and you, 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 know, you want to put that back into the market. The way that I tend to do my buys, if I'm going to be re-entering into the market, is I'll set some limit orders. So I'll let the market fall to a point and let's, let's say, you know, I'll go, okay, I'm going to buy 2,500 at this point. Maybe that's, you know, 35,000. I'll have an order lower for another 2,500 at, you know, maybe 33,500 and so on and so forth. But what as well, what happens if it doesn't continue to fill up all your orders? If it does fill all your orders, then that's fairly straightforward. You've made a plan. It fell through them all. You've been filled on them all. What if the market doesn't pull back to your point of which you'd like to buy? And this is, again, on the, you know, on the theory of the market pulling back. Well, you have to have a secondary plan. And that secondary plan may be something like if the weekly trend does this, if the daily trend does this, or giving yourself a scenario for which you are happy to enter, possibly at a higher price than your first you know, thoughts and limit orders may be. Now, there's no right or wrong way of doing this as far as the pricing goes. I mean, sure, there's the way I do it, and that's the way I do it. But the, the idea behind it is to try and keep that FOMO at bay. Try and put yourself in a position where the circumstances are based around your pr prior thoughts and planning. You do not want to just jump in because you go, oh, who cares, bugger it, I'm just going to get in. 
That is not a good way of doing things. Again, that will be an emotional response. And if things don't work out exactly well from there, like you jump, jump into the market, doesn't just take off, you're going to have some psychological scars there once again because you'll be thinking, oh, I could have, what if, this, that, and the other. Whereas if you have a firm plan, the fear of missing out becomes diminished because you've got a plan for, if it continues lower, to get filled at prices for which you're happy. And you've got a plan for, if it moves higher, you're happy to get involved as well at possibly prices that are higher. But you need to be clear on it. The second part of FOMO, what happens if you do raise those orders and it does get filled and then it keeps on falling? This is a reality, okay? This can happen. We don't always get it bang on right. But you've got to have, especially if when you're investing, you've got to have that belief that you're investing in projects that you're happy to hold for three to five years. That's typically how I try and build portfolios. That way you don't have to be staring at your, you know, whatever it might be on your phone that looks at whatever your holdings are. You don't need to check it all the time. You're happy to sit back knowing that I'm happy with this price. I've bought it at what I think is a good price. If it falls from here, so be it. I've got what I wanted. I am in. I don't have to have that, that, that anxiety or that feeling of when to get back in, rolling over me, worrying me, concerning me. You are in projects that you're comfortable to be in and that you believe are going to have a good future. So just relax, sit back, relax. Your job is then done. When it comes to trading FOMO, that's kind of going down to the very low timeframes and trying to pick things in a strong market. Now, whilst that can be very, very profitable at certain times, you need to have a very good level of understanding of risk management, your order types, <clears throat> and your ability as a trader. Lower timeframes will get you involved in a market if it's moving fast, but it may not give you the best outcomes. Whilst people say it could be a baptism of fire and you can have a lot more learning experiences going to lower timeframes because you have more trades, therefore you have more learning, the opposite is often true. Often lower timeframes is FOMO-driven. It's emotion-driven. It's greed-driven. It's from a place of not planning things quite as well. It can have the opposite effect because, in fact, you're not looking to learn from that. You're actually looking to just be involved and try and make money. So when it comes to FOMO, think of how you can learn, how you can be better. The fear of missing out on profits short term is one thing. The fear of not learning the lessons along the way, well, many people don't have that, but that should be what the fear is because to have lessons and to know how to make money needs to be the end goal. If you can make money, can you keep it, and can you grow it? That's where education comes in. Have yourself a fantastic day, and I hope this has helped. Bye for now.